alcohol has not yet affected you at all, right? It hasn't made its way into your system. So if we think to ourselves, well, then why? Why is that happening? Um, why am I getting relief? It's because the taste of alcohol is one of the closest triggers, one of the closest indicators to your body that alcohol is coming. So I want to lay this plan out for you. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast, a new way forward for anyone looking for answers but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you've found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not going to have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe, and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an Ignited Hero? We drink to deal with aspects of our lives. We also drink because it's a habit, but we drink to deal with aspects of our lives. What I found over about 14, 15 years of doing this work is when we are actively drinking, it's harder to identify why we drink. The solution is basic and simple, but if I know that I'm having a really, really hard day at work, but I know that at 5 or 6 p.m. I'm going to get to have a drink, somehow the thing I'm going through at work doesn't seem as bad, right? Because I know that there's that promise of relief later. I know that at 5 p.m. I'm going to have my drinks and then everything is going to get calmer. And so it doesn't agitate me quite as much because I'm looking forward to that drink. In real neuroscience sort of basic understanding, the, the idea is this. We have triggers that predict rewards. Stress at work might not seem to you like a trigger that predicts a reward. But if you know that after a stressful day at work, you drink, a stressful day at work becomes a trigger. And not just a trigger in the sense that it's something that makes you want to drink, a trigger in the sense that it is predicting future drinking. The easiest thing for me to equate this to for you is this. Alcohol has not yet affected you at all, right? It hasn't made its way into your system. So if we think to ourselves, well, then why? Why is that happening? Um, why am I getting relief? It's because the taste of alcohol is one of the closest triggers, one of the closest indicators to your body that alcohol is coming. So I want to lay this plan out for you. Before you ever started drinking or using whatever it is you're using, before that ever started, you had stressors, you had pains, you had problems, you had issues that were coming up in your everyday life, things that were bothering you. Those were causing stress. They were elevating, you know, things like adrenaline and norepinephrine and, and making your heart rate and blood pressure go up, all that, you know, causing anxieties and stress. You didn't know that alcohol was a solution for that. Then you drank and those things went away or got reduced and your brain went, ah, when I drink, this thing gets better from your brain standpoint. We call that negative reward, negative reinforcement. We mostly think of reward as good things, but the removal of bad things is also a reward. So I have a lot of stress. I drink, stress goes down. That is negative reinforcement. You are rewarded by less stress with drinking. So your brain says, huh, I'm going to pay attention to this and see if this happens all the time. So you experiment again. You don't know if this works yet. What do you do? You drink again. 
and it's it's pretty solid. It does it again. Alcohol is pretty good at stress relief. So you drink, stress goes down, and your brain goes, ah, yes, I found a solution. How perfect. I'm stressed. All I have to do was drink, and then the stress goes away. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, right? So your brain now starts releasing dopamine at any predictor of drinking. What does that mean? Go into your best friend's house to have a drink if you're in high school. Uh, go into your favorite bar. Go and by the store and picking up the wine that you're going to drink later. That already becomes a rewarding activity because it's predicting the later alcohol. And the closer and closer you get, there's this ramp up. You can see it in neurons firing in the brain. The dopamine level goes up, 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 up until the last predictor of reliable drinking or using. And then you don't need any more dopamine. The rest is automatic. You're going to drink. It's going to do its thing. What's up, everybody? So glad that you've tuned in here today. You know, we bring you these recovery episodes to help anyone who's struggling with addiction or habits that don't serve them break free of the cycle using the latest research and the most effective strategies that I've found over my years of doing this and thousands of people I've helped. Obviously, we offer this free resource to you because I know that getting help is hard and I want to make it as easy as possible. So even if you never join our online hero program or come to our retreats, or come and work with me individually, I want you to at least have access to the same powerful tools that have changed thousands of lives. If you like this and think it's useful, please give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or just wherever you're listening to this right now. It really helps get the word out about this free resource, which is important since my goal is to help over a million people. So thanks a lot for being part of the Ignited community. Now let's get you back to the help. So when you drink regularly, it's like your body compensates for the stress that is going on by recognizing that those are predictors of relief and it makes the stress not as bad. You can deal with it better. The reason we do abstinence sampling, which is the name I give this experiment that we do here. Uh, I didn't coin the phrase. I don't hear it used a lot, but abstinence sampling is the, is the phrase, um, is this. You take the possibility of alcohol off the table and for anybody involved who just wants to do this as well as you can, in your head, even if you end up drinking, we said this yesterday, just say to yourself, hey, this is a non-drinking week for me. I'm not drinking this week. And, you know, we'll see where the chips fall. But just have that identity for, for the week. Things are going to come up for you throughout the day. Those are perfect lessons. Those are the triggers that normally activate drinking. But they're going to be more agitating and they're going to create bigger cravings than usual because you've given yourself this expectation that today you're not going to have a drink over it. So as they come up, your brain is going to resist. It's going to cause pain. It's going to cause anxiety. It's going to say, hey, this thing is pissing me off. I need my medicine. I don't want you to ignore it. If we ignore it, all we're doing is we're taking a break. This is not a seven-day alcohol break. This is a seven-day abstinence experiment. So I, I promise we're going to get to processing all this stuff with you guys, but that there's a difference. The experiment part is what we're talking about right now. We need to write down anything that comes up. I'll never forget there was a group, not here, but in the Ignited um, program a while ago. I think this is now maybe a year ago even. And a woman who had participated in the experiment said, hey, I've been doing this with you guys for about two months and I feel really good. I'm doing better, but I'm drinking. I'm still drinking like kind of like I was before. I said, okay, well, just off the top of your head, what are the three biggest stressors in your life? And I was kind of relying on what we're talking about here right now in this concept. She thought about it for a little bit and she said, my husband, my kids, and my job. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I know why you're drinking. Do you do anything in life that is not your husband, your kids, or your job? I mean, that's a lot of life. I'm a parent to three kids. Other than work, 
hanging out with my wife and watching like a show at the end of the night and being with my kids, I may have three or four hours to myself a week. And so the reality that came front and center for her is everything in her life is causing massive stress. Well, you're going to need something to fix that. And if it's not going to be alcohol, it better be something else. I'm just going to name a handful of things I've seen over and over and over uh, in you know, 13, 14 years of doing this. Things like I'm worthless, I'm a loser, I'm stupid, uh, I'll never be successful, I'm ne I'll never be able to cut down or stop, um, nobody's going to love me, I'm never going to find someone. Um, those are really, really common negative self-beliefs that come up. Um, they are connected to a lot of other stuff, but let's just start with a simple piece of identifying it. At Ignited, we always talk about three principles that kind of guide our work. Explore, accept, transform. Explore, accept, transform. Let's agitate things a little bit. Let's make things a little uncomfortable. Let's see what comes up for me. And as it comes up, let's make note of it. Let's not run away from it so that we can now put our focus on it. Hey everybody, it's Adi again, and I want to share with you something that I believe is one of the most useful free tools I've ever created for my clients and for you. It's our free personalized My Drinking Score report. Look, you already know that at Ignited, we don't care much for labels and we don't believe in any of those once a blah, 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 always a blah, blah, blah slogan. But if you are questioning your specific relationship with alcohol, you may be trying to figure out how to understand what you need to do and whether you're moving in the right direction. Well, then this completely free tool is for you and will give you the answers you're looking for. All you're going to do is you're going to take a five minute quiz answering simple questions that you know the answers to. And then like magic, our system is going to spit out a custom report so that you can find out more about your relationship with alcohol and actually get guidance and help to some of the changes that you can individually make. I created this tool to give you a customized, personalized virtual resource that you can take at any time and that makes it easy to get the exact recommendations and steps that you need to help eliminate your struggles. Anybody can take it. And did I mention that it's completely 100% free? Well, it is. So stop running around in circles trying to figure out why you're having a hard time getting sober and get real solutions and guidance to help transform your life and get ignited forever. Just pause this audio right now and go to ignited.com forward slash go. Again, that's ignited.com forward slash go and take our five minute quiz right now. Find out what your drinking score is and then share it and tag us on Instagram or Facebook because remember, fuck shame. Together, we get to move forward and get better every day. Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com if there are any specific topics or questions you'd like to have addressed. As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks, and see you next week.